You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday here on 1150 AM KKNW, we will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. I talk too fast. It's okay. Do you think so? Mm, it's actually not okay, <laughs> especially when you're trying to be in and radio. And you see how I have no coffee by me? I tried my best today I, to I can only down. hope if you did have a cup next to you. <laughs> Woo! All right. So that song is called Heavy, mm-hmm. and Motown Mix. That's a new video by Janae Kuhn. You can go to JanaeKuhn.com. That's J-E-N-A-I-K-U-H-N.com. Janae was on the show, gosh, maybe six months ago, and she wrote a book called Rainbow. And uh, through the year, with the, the whole we weren't be able to leave our houses, I did shows. I guess I was here with Benny. It was just Benny and I, and I was uh, interviewing authors. And so for about seven months, that's what I did, and I got to meet these amazing human beings. But Janae is a musician, and her music, it speaks to me. So that song is um, basically about a relationship that's not going very well, and then she gets the courage to leave. <laughs> she says, don't call me, ever. I don't even want to be your friend. So we'll play that song at the very end of the show, but this is my pre-Valentine show. I always want to talk about self-love and healthy relationships. A little bit before that day where it's the Hallmark holiday and you think romance is like what you see on television when really it's just kind of a lot of hard work. And you uh, need to be very cautious about who you spend time with because our energy matters. And joining me this morning is Professor Professor Anthony Manna. Good morning, Anthony. Good morning, Dina Marie. So, How How are you today? Oh, I am happy. So happy to have you back on the show. Uh, Anthony and I met a year and a half ago because he was one of those authors. And he has a book called Lucas and the Game of Chance. And I got to know you very well because we've been talking for a year and a half. That's right. And uh, we're, we, we first we started talking on the phone because we're so far away from each other. I'm out on the east. You're out on the west. And so talking on the phone. And then finally, we said, why don't we do this as, as Zoom meetings that we can broadcast a little bit? And so it's been um, revelation after revelation. I say that when I wander into your book, Our Energy Matters, The Art of Crystal Healing, I, um, I become knowledgeable about my inner landscape, much more so, you know, and the healing that needs to be done, the joyfulness of it, sometimes a lot of a lot of laughter, a lot of comedy, you know, and and the whole mix has just been a joyful experience for me. Um, and I, today I just say I, I'm this old guy with self love ruminations, and that there those ruminations are wandering through my open mind in a, a random kind of energetic hopscotch you know, from one to the other, 
um, you know, and it's good. It's good. I, I gave some thought to self-love and here we go. And, the, and we did this all by accident, but I listened to my inner voice <laughs> when that inner voice says, let's talk to Anthony Mano once a week for an hour. I don't even know why I said an hour, but we, that's what happened. And then you bought my book, Our Energy Matters, uh, online without me knowing. And I sent you Or's Angel. Uh, and you read that, and we had a lot to say that about that to me. But it was um, at that point two years ago, I was starting over on a new island. Uh, I had a bad relationship that was was no longer something I was going to entertain. And you and I just started talking. And, you know, I always say, if it feels good, keep doing it. And every time we had a conversation, my spirits were lifted. And I, I'm calling you the prescription for, for two years, <laughs> a year and a half anyways, to lift my spirits and help me, I guess, heal my heart and, and trust people again, especially men. So it's been a, a joy, a joy. And then when you said, let's do Zoom, that was on my um, intention list anyways, because you know I don't want to do it. But we've done it how many times? Oh, wow. This is our, I think this week, tomorrow will be our 30th session episode. I can't even believe it. It feels good, though, doesn't it, Dina? It feels really good. Mm-hmm. That, and, and at first, remember, I was blurry, and then we had all kinds of things to work out. And it's just, oh, I look forward to it every week. We do it. And um, I'm really proud of us, for one. But through this journey, not only have I I've grown a lot, I've watched you learn. What, what have you learned? Oh, gosh. I, I've learned that I've learned that I am worthy to be here. I've learned that self-acceptance is the key to living a full, a full life. And I, I think what's really helped me so much has been um, your, your beautiful sense of what a chakra is. I, this was all unfamiliar territory to, for me and, and what a great trek it's been because it awakened me to the, my energy, really, when we talked about it. And I mean, we, work, we keep working through each of the chakras, you know? And um, so there's been that, that revelation to me. The other really important thing for me is that you have, uh, you, you talk to people in your book about their healing and if they become the cases. And I call them your seekers because they come to you for that very reason. They're a little broken, maybe sometimes a lot broken. And uh, that, that's been uh, revelation after revelation to me, illumination, of, of what is possible when you are stuck or when you're down or when, you know, when you're not looking up, there we go. <laughs> and you've often said to me, don't forget to look up, you know, and I am really trying to practice that each day. And it's almost, it is a spiritual meditation for me to look up because all of a sudden I'm beyond myself in a way, you know, and uh, the healing begins. And just the joyfulness of life begins. I mean, it's like, it's okay, you know. And uh, I just think that uh, I've I've been strong on worthiness, my own worthiness, because for such a long time, I wasn't, um, you know. And and I always always want to talk about this and not necessarily denigrate the Catholic Church but that's just my experience there. Other people that I know, I have friends who are deep, deeply inside the Catholic Church and they persist 
at it and they they reserve themselves a place there that is very rewarding to them but it wasn't for me because i was um i was studying to be a priest i was in a monastery and um it was just a lot of uh a lot of pain for because of sinfulness you know and being reminded of uh, of sinfulness you know and the fact that we were we were told to go to confession every single morning you know and the fact that i put my confessor to sleep must have said something about how boring it all was <laughs> like you said you had to make up things to to cuz what were you going to do you're 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 in a monastery <laughs> you weren't getting into anything bad and then i remember in our talks you said they trained you to look down and it has just maybe in the last 3 weeks that you've started looking up which yeah yeah amazing. i mean because yeah we got i mean if you think about it i mean one of the when when i when i came into the monastery and i changed you change your name you you give up that identity you give up that identity you change your name and i changed my name but you're also prostate on the altar you know you're down on your stomach on the steps that lead up to the altar talk about being down you know, and so, and I don't want to go on. I, I mean, I feel badly if anybody out there is is wanting to contact me and say, "Well, tell us a little bit about the goodness of it." There was. I was in a community with all these wonderful people. It was fantastic. What more? I was fed. I was schooled. I started studying biology, you know, and I was I was learning uh, Greek and Latin, and all these wonderful things were happening all around me. But I was also very uh, oppressed. And, you know, and after a while, you decided to, uh, I could say, take a U-turn <laughs> and, and not be a priest. And, and yeah. I, I think I, I, you and I identify with one another because I almost feel like I had the same life, but I wasn't in a monastery <laughs> in this lifetime as Dina Marie. Just a very look down, keep your mouth shut, uh, do what you need to do. Uh, no word. I was unworthy, unworthy. Of, I just don't even know. I believe in past lives, but maybe that's what it was. But as you and I have been doing our homework and we've been, you know, having these conversations, you know, every time I'm working with you or you're you're helping me through something, we're 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 healing ourselves. And it's just been this beautiful thing because, you know, during this time I haven't been able to teach, I haven't been able to really do what I love to do, which reminds me to lift my spirits, right? And do my homework. But as soon as we start looking up, that's the crown chakra. And that's where we get our inspiration and our aha moments. And then you start to like filter down into your third eye. And then you start to see, again, the beauty of this world. That's your third eye when you're using it the way it's supposed to be used. And then your inner voice is your throat chakra. And you and I having those beautiful conversations that we always end on a positive note. And when, right. when you and I are talking, you always touch your heart. And that's how I know your heart chakra is open. And then the lower chakras are when we do our homework, like you burning your journals. That's the physically getting out of our heads after we had the conversation. And then you sitting there watching the ashes is the, the root chakra. It's an idea that's manifested and it's over. Now we get to go back to the top if we keep looking up, which, again, we always end our conversations, even though we go through difficult times, counting our blessings. Counting our blessings. And, you know, the important thing about burning, burning the journal and, and some really bad experiences that I did not want to, I, I just wanted to disappear. It, I did it outside in the woods, you know, and I mean, how, what a perfect place because that's where I feel so spiritual. 
you know, and, and, and in such a good positive way of just connecting, let me put it that way, the word spiritual is so overused, but, you know, it, 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 it was outside, it, it was in that domain of the woods that I travel through because I live on eight acres and, and you know, in this magnificent place. And so it, it, the, the smoke goes up, you know, and it was like the, the use of incense when I was when I was in monastery or Catholic church, whatever, we use a lot of incense. And I like that because it was like the idea of the, our prayers go up, they go up, they're spiritual. We look up as the smoke rises, you know, and that's the way it was for me. You know, speaking of the seventh chakra, the crown chakra, this I I this quote from your book, and this is from your book, Our Energy Matters, we are the co-creators of our own reality. We are spiritual beings living in the physical world. This is precisely the reason our intentions are so important. They are truly our thoughts, prayers, waiting to manifest into the physical world, being consciously connected to our higher selves. Each of us can become aware of the divine plan and express it in our own individual ways. That is, that there is the key to me to self-love. You know, and then it, you later on in that same passage, you say, by holding this vision within our highest chakras, meditation, for example, it guides us into realizing our full potential and reminds us on earth as it is in heaven, inspired or in spirit, we are moved to envision, create and be uniquely ourselves. Who am I? I am I. Everything else is just an illusion. I go back to that as a prayer, you know, and sometimes I use it as my, my threshold into meditation, um, you know, and that's, that's very supportive of the realization of, you know, why we're here, why we came here, why we're allowed to come here uh, and, you know, be created. Well, and I believe, I love, I love that part. I am, I, everything else is just an illusion. That was actually on my license plate. I am, so are you. Everything else is just an illusion. People thought my name was Soru and I was a medium, but it's all good. <laughs> I was, that was so funny. But I, when I really understood that is that this is my dream. You're in my dream and I create you. So if I feel self-love and self-worthiness, then I'm going to a, a, attract that energy around me. Now, if I feel like lowly and I feel low spirits and I feel fearful and and guilty. Oh, God, let's bring up the word guilt. If you feel that way, that's the energy you, your projector, your third eye gets to bring out here for everyone to see. So as, I, as, I, as we move up to Valentine's Day, I always feel that relationship you have with your higher self and then with yourself is more important to make that energy all lovely and yummy. But if, I, if I'm always telling myself I'm dumb, I'm stupid, and I can't do it, my inner yeah. voice is always beating me up. And then I attract that teacher who's always saying the same thing and on and on and on. And then I watch it on television. It just becomes this horrible treadmill we're on that is so self-defeating. And so I guess it was meditation that I did for 10 years. It took me off that treadmill and gave me time. Like you said, now I have time alone and how precious that is. So mm -hmm. I can get back to me, right? Back to Dina Marie. Yes, yes. And, and, and then, you, then you say, you know, when I wrote, when I was thinking about this, I wrote a note to myself about how the fact I am perfect I would never have said that before because I would think that they, they, some angelic presence or some 
evil presence, something that would strike me dead on the spot, you know, but what is there more than me? I am perfect as I am, you know? And um, when I, when I take the bait, the, I call it the rancid bait and feel the nasty and familiar pull of self denigration. I go red alert, red alert, red alert, sound the alarm. <laughs> I will marshal my intelligence, my courage, and yes, my humor in order to turn the tide. Come on, folks, take a chance. Join me in my self-love dance. <laughs> <laughs> You lift my spirits. So during this time, we were just chatting. Uh, you were doing some like Chakra 101 with me. And then we did a reading. You were blocked. You weren't writing. And then maybe a week later, you came up with these amazing writings. And like a child, you would read them to me and I would listen. You know, from across the, the, the country, I'd be sitting in my car or taking a walk in the woods. And you'd be reading me these beautiful artistic celestial stuff it was tuning me up because as you read to me like we read to a child without pictures you make your own pictures right and then you you reinvented my book for me there's through this whole time and you probably how many writings do you have yeah well i mean (laughs) every time we met you know i i would i would prepare myself for it by you know plunging into aspects of your book that sometimes were totally new to me for example, numerology, you know, here you are, a- a- arithmetic Lady Grace, the celestial guardian, you know, as I call you quite often. And, uh, you know, when I, I just think that I, I needed to be reminded, you know, of, of who I can be, who I am and who I can be, you know, and, and, um, and you know, what's beautiful about this too, I'm an old guy. You know, and um, and it's uh, it, it doesn't matter anymore, you know, because it's just the space and the time that I've been given to, in a sense, reinvent myself. And uh, back to my writing, back to my writing, a, a story is emerging about identity theft among young two young men, uh, and uh, the, and the the search for soul and the search for salvation, and the fact that he understands the language of birds is pretty important. Because <laughs> we, we're bird nerds. We love our birds, don't we? We love our birds. And, and I have to say, our conversations start like this, because we don't talk to each other for a week, and so many, like you've been ill, I've had things that I've gone through, and it seems like every other week, we start on like, okay, catch up, and then we learn something from each other, and then we usually are on the same page about something anyways, and then we lift our spirits, and I call it the art of conversation. So this is the most amazing, like, tune-up for your higher chakras is to have a once-a-week conversation with someone who, you know, gosh, one gets you. Because we both had a relationship where we almost lost ourselves. I mean, we were so unworthy that we almost lost our authentic selves to someone else. And do you remember when the day you just said, I've had enough, and I'm not going to do this anymore? <laughs> Oh yeah, I I uh, I was deep inside of therapy. I was uh, my my career at the university was ending. I was questioning what to do next, and I was in this. I use the word rancid again, a rancid relationship. Now, that wasn't his fault because I t- 
took him on and he was just himself and he was just guiding, you know, sliding along and drinking a lot and I needed help. And so I went to therapy and then the therapist said something to me, which I was horrified. He said, he's trespassing. You can have him arrested. And I went, ah, no, (laughs) I can't do this. Please don't imprison me and myself. You know, and I just had to think about it. I had to think about it. I had to think about it. And I finally had to do that because he, he would not leave because he was so secure. I was paying him, in a sense, to be in my life. Isn't that and weird? So- trespassing. Think of the metaphor that you allowed someone to come in and trespass on your heart. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's exactly the way it was. And what a... That's the beginning of a wonderful poem, isn't it? In the sense of, uh, because after that, after that trespassing, the, the gate opened, the threshold, threshold opened, and I stood there in wonder that I did such a remarkable gesture. Let me put it that way, you know, and. Uh, I say you put able- your wing, wing, you got your wings back. <laughs> that's what I, that's how I say it. Just allowed myself to be to be who I could be, you know, and then it just everything fell into place because out of that came another relationship, which was meant to be, uh, as you well know, because you've you've looked at it uh, <laughs> very openly, you know, through numerology. But I I found a person I could be with because we support one another in loving kindship and friendship. And and what's so beautiful is that you asked me to do the last zoom on numerology and then before that i did your astrology and so then i did don's and you two uh, one you're both writers and uh, he's an uh, artist and you you worked together and everything about your chart astrology wise and numerology says this is it this is the person that came here to love and support you and i i was just blown away because i was like i see our chart i told you we can't yes. even hang out in person because we just get too crazy. <laughs> but our charts really match too. But we'd be a little bit too out of control. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we'd be dancing on something. <laughs> but when it comes to you guys, because we just did your numerology and everything. So I'm going to, for people who do know this uh, kind of stuff, his, uh, Don is a sun sign Pisces, which is a very spiritual, deep person. His moon is in Leo which is that, you know, um, a little bit of, I call it past life, maybe he was on stage type thing, and then a Gemini Ascendant. So you've got a very creative uh, person who is deep and um, maybe a little show-offy if he could be, and then you have your son in Leo, which he has his Ascendant, or uh, Moon, and then you have your Moon in Pisces when his son is in Pisces. You guys are so close, and then I'd say past life for sure. And then you, your ascendance in Libra. So you both have air ascending and Gemini. I just, it's just, if you look at it, it's just this beautiful, lovely beach walk. <laughs> That's what you guys are. So, and then the, just the both of you are in a six year. I mean, it's so rare that you get a couple that are on the same page. And, and you, you work together. I mean, you, you guys have separate places where you get to do your own thing, yet you come together. He's, he's got you through some, uh, some of the sicknesses. He's always there to, to lift your spirits when you're, you're getting down on yourself. You know, it's just lovely. And yeah, I just... <laughs> it is. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, again, you know, I mean, something that I, I didn't ever think was going to be possible, you know, because it, I had been so, um, I don't know, 
negative about myself, you know, and what, what I could expect out of relationships, you know, and um, I don't, it, it, it's, it's all a thing of the past in a way because this is so creative. And I don't mean necessarily creative because we, he, he did the illustrations for my, my children's book and we're now planning a new one, you know, and all that, that's creativity. But the creative part of it is the day-to-day manifesting a life, the shopping, the, the cooking, the looking out after each other, the being sure that we're safe and sound and we're not going to slip on the ice. <laughs> we don't talk about we that. Have, which we have a lot of these days, you know, and, um, and, and all, all of that, which is the creativity of creating a life together. Well, and I think, too, this safe. You know, I never thought of that word as, because I like to jump off things and do all, I, I think about my life, how crazy I've been, but I'm in a safe place. And, and that's what I think when you get older is you want a relationship where you feel safe. And that's the root in the sacral chakra, a place where you feel supported, safe, where you can come home and rest and, and, and just be yourself. That's, that's, that's wealth. I mean, go home. You want to go home. You see someone at the door. They, they're there for you. You're there for them. So this whole Valentine, you know, one day a year, buy me a bunch of crap and then I love you <laughs> just doesn't really work. But I do really see, like with my kids, that support system, right, that, that thing. That's what we build our foundation on, are those relationships. And just by you being in my life, you've just healed parts of my heart, you know. And it's, it's I, what I say, I put my heart on a vacation. Mm, yeah it's been lovely <laughs> lovely and i think uh, you know I, I as we were moving through this again and i was thinking about a relationship i i kept going back to my my life as a dancer when i was studying dance because that that was i mean i i was being picked up by other people and you know lifted literally off the floor i mean i had to build my trust and my my sincerity at what i was doing and uh, what a great revelation that was, because again, that was a kind of like unfamiliar territory for me because I was new at it. And so that's what I think this relationship is all about, that any meaningful relationship is about the dance to the language of the soul. That's a poem, okay, or a song. Well, we're gonna take a break. Then we're gonna chat just a little bit more about our, our energy matters with Anthony Manna. After the break, you're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Lift Your Spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You'll receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. Curious about whales in the Pacific Northwest? Orca Network's Langley Whale Center celebrates and shares the lives of gray whales, orcas, and other marine mammals of the Salish Sea. The Langley Whale Center is a project of Orca Network, a nonprofit that is based on Whidbey Island. The Langley Whale Center gives Orca Network the opportunity to have a public presence to share the excitement about the whales and marine mammals who are our neighbors. The Whale Center in Langley gives visitors and residents alike a chance 
chance to learn more about the endangered southern resident orcas who visit our area and about the North Puget Sound gray whales, a small, unique population of gray whales who find sustenance in the waters of Saratoga Passage and Possession Sound each March through May. Check out the Orca Network and Langley Whale Center on Facebook for the latest whale sightings, educational programs, and events, or visit orcanetwork.org for more information. You'll be glad you did. Feeling the need to get away and reconnect with Mother Nature? Located on Whitby Island, Earth Sanctuary is a peaceful and magical sculpture garden, nature reserve, and retreat center with two miles of nature trails, three bird-filled ponds, and a variety of powerful sacred spaces, including a labyrinth, stone circles, and medicine wheels. Come and enjoy the wonders of nature and experience personal renewal, spiritual growth, and healing today. Visit earthsanctuary.org or the Earth Sanctuary on Facebook for more information. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 AM KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries, you can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Alternative Talk 1150, online at 1150kknw.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. That's Janae Kuhn. It's JanaeKuhn.com. Heavy. Talking about relationships. And I like the light kind where you can be yourself and have fun and dance around. (laughs) That's the kind I'm looking for right now. But I've had the heavy. The heavy. And you know what? Every time I'm in a bad relationship, I know because I keep getting heavier. (laughs) And as soon as I get out of that relationship, I get lighter. So that's, that's a good way to know. Uh, We're going to talk about the heart chakra because in my world, the heart chakra is pink and green. Pink is when you give to yourself and green is when you give to other people. And that balance between giving and receiving is the um, key to life. (laughs) Learn how to, uh, because you're giving too much, you're resentful, you're the victim kind of thing. So you want to really take yourself out on a date. Buy yourself flowers. Treat yourself the way you want other people to treat yourself, you. And like me and Anthony talk, I am always alone, and I'm never by myself. <laughs> I have way too much fun. That's too much of a poem. I should write that down. That's beautiful. Well, how about the heart chakra? You you give us. Well, a yeah. I mean, I I, I say, um, Dina Marie, Dina Marie, Lady Grace, Celestial Guardian. Self-love, we're talking about self-love with chakra dosages. A question, you have a section in your book called questions to ask about the chakras. I call the questions wake-up calls. The fourth chakra, Lady Grace, alerts me in Our Energy Matters, her, her book, that has been really a very spiritual journey for me. The fourth chakra is air love, connectedness, 
group consciousness. And the first question, my eyes popped out for this whole idea of let's explore self-love. You quote, you say, do you love yourself just as you are today? Are you able to forgive and let go? Do you feel connected to everyone around you? Can you give unconditionally to yourself and others? Can you, without thought, reach out and touch somebody in need? Where, I mean, where else do you possibly can possibly go? I mean, that's so beautifully centered on love of self and love of others, but from not from uh, give me a heart on Valentine's Day, but a kind of sustained friendship. And I say yes, indeed, to to befriend myself as I discover and celebrate my particularities, my individuality. And so often I wake to being kind to myself when I go out outdoors and trek through the woods that surround my shared life, my shared log cabin, and remember to look up. And so, you know, that brings me back to acknowledging myself as truly worthy and respectful of myself. And I think that that's a word that I heard over and over again from my Italian mother in Italian growing up, respect, respect, respect. And she talked a lot about respecting others. And I wish growing up, I had also thought about respecting myself because I think that's where it all rests. Amen. Amen. And you know, I, I had this, I used to work at a grocery store and they used to play all these love songs. And I was like, I can't take it anymore. And so I started singing the songs to myself instead of, singing the song and having this oh, horrible feeling about a broke up, breakup or something, I started singing the songs to myself. That's just one of the prescriptions. And uh, again, buying flowers. That was really rough for me to buy flowers. And all the checkers like, what are you doing? I said, who died? I said, I'm buying myself flowers. It's Friday night. I'm buying myself flowers. And so every Friday, I bought a different color of roses, went home, bought a candle, and I lit it and it was my altar. But it was my altar to the, the Dina in me. And I never looked in a mirror when I was a kid. And then when I taught aerobics, I made all the women look at themselves in the mirror and say, I love myself just as I am before mm-hmm. class was over. And we had to jump up in the air. <laughs> and at first, they didn't jump very far. They were like, Dina, we don't like you. <laughs> and after a while, it just became natural for them to jump up in the air and celebrate themselves. And so it was all these little things that I got to put in the book. But they're all things that I had to practice, right? It's a practice to tune up your energy. Absolutely. It's a, it, it's, it's a, in a sense, it's demanding because you have to stay alert, you know, and the whole idea of the, the, the woke, the woke, uh, uh, you know, community that's, that's thriving right now among, uh, especially among African-Americans in this country is just the idea of staying alert to Black Lives Matter. Well, I think all lives matter, but conscious. And I think yes. when I first understood the word conscious, it's like people say you notice things. So you and I were out in nature and those things that spirits always talking to us, right? Like when you read that poem and I was at the park and the trees started swaying because you were talking about trees dancing and like the universe is winking. It's winking so much that sometimes you probably can't see. Cause, but we're, are we conscious? Are we paying attention? And that's your higher chakras because the un- that's why I never feel alone. 
If I'm having a bad day and I start to get into the depths of my sadness, my voice will tell me, shh. And then I'll look up and that's when the whales are there. Always. It's just, and then I'm like running down the beach, you know, (laughs) almost drowning. (laughs) But that's what's going on right here. But we're so busy. We're looking down. We don't pay attention. Uh, Gosh, we don't spend time alone, right? Time alone is essential. Absolutely. And, 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 and also one of the things that I'd like to dismiss in my life is I can't, you know, that expression, I can't do this, you know, and I, right now I have like, I'm reaching over to these notes with this character who goes to the wardrobe and takes out the amulet that was given to him by a prince. And it's going to be his, his threshold to a new world, but he doesn't know it's going to be taken away from him and he's going to be tortured by, by it because he's going to be, have his identity taken away. But, you know, that sense of, I can't, I can't do this writing. I can't do, I'm too old. I'm too, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Look up and raise those hands. And also just um, even now in my old age, I will get up in this little room I live in, which is my little studio where I have my little gym now because I don't go to the gym, I'm too afraid of it, is I'll dance, you know, and I'm, I'm just going to dance, you know, and I turn on some music and just get myself up there and remember what choreography is. And choreography is just, oh, choreography is just the poetry in space and time. <laughs> Reminds me of uh, White Christmas choreography <laughs> just kidding <laughs> my granddaughter loved that movie but you know it's like all they did is dance and she's just look at that woman she's just amazing and and you know what I learned to do is I go into the woods and I just find a place where no one's at and I used to put music on but I don't anymore and I just move the way I want to move out in nature sometimes I put down um something on the ground and I do my stretching and but just that being in touch with mother nature and being alone with yourself Gives you that higher perspective, and nothing looks as bad after that. Everything looks good, actually. <laughs> yeah, and I think it, it, when, when I keep looking up, the colors change. You know, it seemed like right now it's very cloudy here, and very and you could say drab. That word is so bad because I don't think anything is drab. You know, but if you if you look up, there's there's light. You know, and it, it shines down on what I've got now is like almost two feet of snow, you know, and, and it's the, uh, it, it, once again, it's such a revelation to wake up to what's really important. Well, and I think that's a prescription I didn't put in my book for the third eye is uh, photography. I love my phone. You know, my pictures I take of the beach and, but yes. all I'm doing is looking for the light. And even on a rainy day, even sometimes better on a rainy day, you can find that green, right, that just sticks out or that raindrop with, you know, or a spider's web, right, with rain on it. But you're always looking for that that light. And that's, I love, if on days I don't take any pictures, I kind of feel like I'm missing something. But it helps me, especially on my beautiful island, right? Yes. Just to be focusing on the light. And that's what we have to do right now. And that's where the looking up comes uh, is important. Uh, We set our intentions for the day and we also count our blessings. And then that way you look up, you start your day on a positive note. I got up at one o'clock this morning. So I meditated all night. (laughs) I couldn't go back to bed, but I could have thought, 
go back to bed. But I'm like, I don't think I'm going to go back to sleep. So I just sent some blessings to you, my family. I did my intentions. I, you know, did some deep breathing. I reiki myself. <laughs> I mean, I spent my time wisely. But it could have been in a whole other, like, you know, what are you doing? Go back to sleep. And I wouldn't have. <laughs> because I'll tell you what song, if I could turn back time, share. You know that song, if I could turn back time? Mm-hmm. I cannot. It's been a month. A month of that song in my head. And I think it's because I've been living in the past. Right? Yeah. And so we got to live in the future. You can go. I call it time travel. I can go to the past see something I did, and then I can go to the future, say, what do I want to do? How would I change it? And then incorporate that now. But living in the past, your dreams, they fade so fast. Hey, I wrote that in a song. <laughs> I know. But, you know, we have to stay in the present moment. And then it was my daughter two weeks ago that said, Mom, it wasn't always bad. We had amazing times. Start focusing on now. She's so smart. <laughs> She's been on the show a lot. My kids have. <laughs> but yeah, I needed to be reminded, right, of what I probably already know. I just forgot. And I, yeah, yeah, it's it's wonderful you can be around people who remind you. So she goes, "It's all those woo-woo books you you gave me, mom." And then she's so funny. One day she goes, "Mom, do you think I'm an empath?" She's in my book. I said she's an empath. <laughs> she <laughs> she read my book. She was the editor. But it's like one of those things, she, you know, she's so sensitive and she's so loving and she's so easy to take advantage of. And just for her to have that conscious, you know, an empath, that's because her heart's too open, right? So now she's opening her throat chakra and she's going to go to the school board meeting and speak up, which this is a girl that would mm. never do that. But a balance between giving and receiving and then also her power chakra. She's exercising. She feels good about herself. So that makes her stronger, you know. So she's learning she's an empath. And she doesn't have to take on other people's stuff. Of course, she's lost weight, right? Because she's not taking on that heavy stuff of other human beings. But I love the chakra work. And it's just playful, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. You know, there's that part of it that uh, I would not have recognized beforehand. You know, because it all seems so dreadfully simple, so dreadfully heavy. <laughs> you know, but in but see in your book, and people should be reminded of this, is that you have those prescriptions, those chakra, and it's like write a letter to yourself, treat yourself today to some flowers, take a walk, take a run. You know, I mean, it's all over the place, and it's, it's if I go there to remind myself, I'll go. Okay, let me start there today, rather than saying, I can't, I can't, I can't do the story. I'm too old, too old. Write a letter to my character, Anato, and just say, Anato, how are you today? Can you please give me some insight into where we're going with this? You know, and um, that's cool. Well, and sometimes I prescribe daydreaming or just take yourself on a vacation in your head. Uh, that's more beneficial to your body than worrying, right? We talked about that. And that's misuse of your throat chakra when we say, I can't, I should, I don't, I, it hurts, it's hard. Those are all the H words. I don't like the H words, but there are certain words that you just, if you can even weed those out of your self-talk and what you say to other people, oh gosh, it's like, don't get hit by a car. As a hypnotherapist, I learned, my grandkids, be careful crossing the street. You see how much nicer that is when you talk to yourself like that? Yeah, absolutely. It's softer. And then I was just reading, I don't know, I was looking up our YouTube. So it's uh, Anthony L. Manna. That's where you can find our YouTube, our Energy Matters on your YouTube. 
And I went back to a video I did nine years ago, and it's got 30,000 views. But I never read all the people what they said, right? And, and they, they, most of them said, why isn't this taught in school? You, you explain it so easily. Why, why is this not taught to our children? And I was like, 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 all, like you know, a whole bunch of them. But I, I don't know because it would really help us, wouldn't it? Well, uh, yeah, and I think that it would help us enormously. But I think that uh, people are sometimes people are very afraid of what they're going to find out, you know, and they would rather be in their cocoon and not have to deal with it. And right now, you know, we're going through rampant censorship of books all over the country. And uh, they just got rid of Mouse by Siegelman, which is about the Holocaust. It's a graphic novel, powerful. Uh, I mean, it's just brilliant, brilliantly put together. And they're saying that it makes people sad and children should not be sad. You know, so, I mean, this is that whole, that whole syndrome of, um, yeah. There Let's we go. bring the up book. the book you sent me. It's The, the Orphan, <laughs> A Cinderella Story from Greece. And you sent it to me and it's, it deals with death. And, you know, Janae's book, Rainbow, she lost her child. These books need to be read because life isn't always a bed of roses, right? We need to learn about grief. We need to learn to cry. We need to learn to speak about how we feel. And that's, you know, and the Cinderella story, I just like so love this story. I really do. And the way you told it and the pictures. And yeah, so, I, I, you, you know, everybody needs to understand that this life is short and we should embrace as much of of it that we can and i say savor it you know i i do have i'm a medium so i have the other side talk to me after they cross and they said live life to the fullest eat eat drink and be merry that's actually out of their i mean touch and taste because without our bodies we don't get to do those things we're just thought you know and it's not we're just physical beings here with a spiritual side but there we're just spiritual so Again, get up and dance. Use your body. <laughs> use it. Use it up. How's that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't waste it. <laughs> no. And so, just by you and I and me listening to my intuition, you know, now I see. Now I see. It was when I was really down out, down and out, and I went to a Hindu temple by accident in Kauai. The voice said, "Give your book and services away for a year," and it was 2012. So I thought. I was going to save the world with my book and services or something. And by the end of that year, after giving my book away and services, it was those people that helped lift me up. It was yeah. those people that kind of saved my life. So the inner voice is always right. And it doesn't make sense sometimes. I'm just going to talk to you every week for, uh, um, uh, I probably thought maybe I was helping you at the beginning. And I see now you helped me keep my higher chakras open so that I can go continue doing my work. What if I would have got so depressed by myself and got lonely and didn't have someone to talk to? It wouldn't have been good. No, it would not have been good. And the same, I feel the same way because even though I'm, I'm in a thriving relationship, there are times when you have to be alone with whatever is, you know, is is rancid, you know, so that you can you can wake up and just say, look, I don't need to do this for myself. Let me let me do something for myself that and then then it, if i do that not only does it enrich me but it also enriches my relationship and not only with my relationship with with don but also my relationship with the people i come into contact with 
Yep. And we helped each other with our children as parents. Just I could go on and on our little I guess we we're counselors to one another, but really a relationship. That's what this is based on, a healthy relationship. That's it. So I'm practicing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Me and Benny have a, a healthy relationship. I'll tell you what about Benny. He is always, and you're this way too, and this is who I have in my life now, people that say they're going to do something and they do it. They're dependable, supportive. Sometimes they go a little bit over to help you, you know, so maybe you would go over to help them. But it's like it's reciprocal. Yeah, 100%. Thank so we you. thank Benny. Thank you, Dina, by the way. So, and yeah, then I sweet. work with four men who I didn't feel good one day, and who wants to go buy me stuff, or who checks on me, and it's just really refreshing that somewhere down in the last two years, I've changed, not a little, but a lot, yeah. <laughs> to attract certain a certain multiverse of men who are very, very kind, gentle, and fascinating. Isn't that nice? That's what you. a beautiful statement that is. <laughs> That we can, you know, that we can trust ourselves to come into that and recognize it rather than walking away from it because we fear a relationship. Well, and I had a client, I guess I did a reading with them, you know, in Kauai, and he goes, remember what you told me last year? I said, no. He goes, you said to put your heart on a vacation. And I'm like, dude, that's a, I'm stealing that back because that's really good. If you get into relationship after relationship and, and, you know, you don't have time to like figure out what you need to do differently. Yeah. It's not going to change. So true. And, you know, that uh, is a gift to yourself. And then again, sit down. What, what, who do you want to be around? I call it a list of cool people. And so I put a list. I want someone I can talk to open-heartedly, someone I can be myself. Um, we were talking the other day about sore throats and, and, you know, oral fixations. It's usually because you're around people you can't express yourself around. Hmm. It's like a pacifier. <laughs> yeah. So those are things that over time, I really think at this point, I, and I don't have anyone in my life that I, I have to bite my tongue. Wow. <laughs> I know. It's so weird. I even have a job where it's so funny. I just, I just, they think I'm crazy sometimes because I'm just bringing in astrology. I did their charts. I did the numerology, do a little chakra readings, but it's, it's, at first I was kind of like, oh, I don't want to scare them, but now I'm, I'm doing it because it's me. It's who I am. Right. Yeah, and they see that then. I mean, they recognize that it's coming from a place of sincerity. You're not showing off. You're honestly interested in, in, you know, helping them find themselves. And because they're all like, their charts are kind of something that I, I like them. And I gravitate towards them because they're dependable, just like Benny. They have this chart that they're solid. <laughs> I want yeah. solid people in my life. It's a Capricorn trait, for sure. Lots of Capricorn. Yes. Very grounded. Because when you walked in, you're like, oh, my gosh, I totally forgot about the song. I'm like, breathe, <laughs> Dina, breathe. Hang on just a second. I need to finish my other show first, <laughs> and then we can get to your request. Oh, and you're going back to the beginning of he, he yeah. helped me do all this because I talked so fast. No one knew what I was talking about, and I didn't <laughs> breathe. And he's like, breathe on break, Dina. Breathe. Yeah, before you come on the air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I quit doing coffee for quite a while. <laughs> Woo, but here I am. <laughs> But there's one thing I know about Benny, and it's like I, I'll email him, I get a thanks. Okay, see you Friday. That's important. I mean, it's important to me to, to have – I've had people say they're going to do something, and they don't. That's just not good. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that's – you You have to be – There's we, we are, we're interdependent. 
Have you and I ever not showed up for our phone call? Oh, that's, I I would be sad. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, we're just, it's been a year and a half of consistent support and on time and, and actually feeling joy after our conversation. So, you know, again, I always tell people, what is it that you enjoy? What brings you joy? Do that. Yeah, absolutely. Be kind to yourself. That's my big thing these days. You know, when I when I do my my morning um, meditation and I think of my, you know, what my my hope is, aspiration, often it is be kind to myself and be loving kind to others. And I think when we first started this, it was hard for you to come up with intentions. You shook your head and, you know, looked down. And now I love it when you say, today I'm just going to be kind to myself. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so nice because then the other thing you said, and I think it's a practice that is very important for people to hear on your show, is what about the five things? I call them the five things. And the entities can be the five people in my life that have given me so much uh, awareness, helped me to grow awareness. You know, whether it's my my former wife, my wonderful, wonderful adult son, you know, when I go on and I do the five things or I'll say, five foods or something like that. I really need it. Yeah. And it's it's pretty basic sometimes, but I just love it because once again, it's an, it's a a sense of, of of being grounded in the reality that I'm living at that particular time. And I do, that's why I do it with my granddaughter, our favorite food, but you're being positive, right? You're just, you're, you're focusing on something that that's going to lift your spirits. And I, Oh gosh, when I was younger, all I did was worry, think about what I was going to say to people. I was always thinking, thinking, thinking. I was never in the present moment. So being here now is where the magic is. And then my voice will say something to me and I can hear it and I act on it. And that's your intuition. And then you have a phone call for a whole year with Anthony Manna, <laughs> yeah. a year and a half. Right. <laughs> Hasn't well, it been joyful? Well, we have to say goodbye, even though we're going to meet tomorrow it's exciting right that's right we have our conversation so you can go to youtube uh anthony l manna you can see our our energy matters gosh we've done a lot or you can go to lift your spirits on facebook i post them there or dina-marie.com you can reach out to me on my website anthony's um website is anthonymanabooks.com and he has an interview with me i i heart you I I see it. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk tomorrow. Thank you, Anthony. Okay. Thank you, my dear. Wonderful oh, day. It, yes, for sure. And JanaeKuhn.com. We're going to end the show with Heavy. Come back next week for more people, place, and activities that will lift your spirits. I don't know if I'm supposed to go right or left. Say you love me, but
you show no 